0: Uh, my expectancy is incredibly high for us tonight. I believe that we truly are going to experience a deeper level, deeper waters, tangible encounters. I wish I could, I'm gonna try, but just to, I don't think I'm gonna be able to put into words the encounters that I've been having the last couple days. And I just want, honestly, if you don't hear a word I say, I just want you to experience Jesus and the fullness of Jesus, the intimacy of Jesus, the deep places in him that are accessible. They're tangible, they're real, and they're for you. And I want to start with saying, Pastor Jess declared over us freedom in this place. And I feel like there has already been for you, where we're going in this message may require a dose of freedom to help you get to the end and to the other side. And I feel like He is so good. He is your defender. He has everything you need. He is, He is a victor in your life. He already has won the victory for you. Freedom truly reigns in each one of us tonight. And anything that he may call us out and ask us to do, freedom already showed up. So it's easy. He makes it easy to trust. He makes it easy to trust, like Pastor Jess sings. He makes it easy to trust and obey. So last night, I have to, and she just walked in the room because she's that prophetic, but last night, Kate Labarge, who if you get around her, you'll start to, you know, get hot, because <laughs> she's on fire right now. Um, she last, yesterday, I, we were chatting back and forth and she sent me this book on tangible encounters with God, just that we, we were talking about that, and there was an importation I received from reading this, this e-book, and I finished it today, Kate, and I could not put it down. And last night, I got about four chapters in, and I shut it, I put my laptop beside my bed, and I started to fall asleep, and just when I got into that place of like, I'm about to fall asleep, but slightly conscious, I audibly heard an importation from what this book was talking about, I believe. I audibly heard a twig snap. Mm -hmm. Can you picture that sound? Like a sudden, (clap) that's not what it sounds like, but (laughs) 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 picture it. And then right after the twig snapped, (laughs) right after the twig snapped, I saw the number 50, okay? So I need you to hold on to that because I believe that that vision was for for you guys tonight, for me, for us, for all of us moving into this weekend. I'm going to give you the the revelation I got from it, but I want you to remember that. Twig snap, number 50, okay? I literally feel like a... Like a five-year-old after a soccer game right now, like they come home and they tell their mom, like, and there's oranges and they're blue, they're green and blue, and I scored and then I went on another date and then I and I scored and and then and I was eating oranges again and then the other team was turned green and I was blue and I was number four and I was so bad. Like, you know how they come home and it's like (laughs) I'm like, oh Jesus. The excitement on the inside of me right now, like help it come out in human words. Okay, so two areas we're going to tonight, and I want to start off by separating the two topics so you can stick with me, okay? Usually I come and I like to give stories because they say that that's a good idea, but I don't have too many today. Um, I don't have too many stories today. We're just gonna dive into some revelation, okay? It's time to get a little studious tonight as we prepare for a big weekend, okay? So is it okay if we go a little more serious tonight? Okay, so two areas, I'm going to try, I might repeat myself a couple times so that you can follow along due to the lack of stories, but two areas that we're going to cover, um, two topics, okay, one of them is new wine, okay, and this is the phrase the Lord spoke to me about, new wine, the supernatural outpouring from heaven of miracles that's new for this season, available i want you to remember that word. available to us specifically and as a corporate body at lcc and to you individually the supernatural outpouring from heaven of miracles that's new and available okay this is where i'm going to get a little serious available to us that's not necessarily a guarantee Okay, available. So the second topic we'll talk about then, new wine. And the second one is miracles. The Lord said, a human, human flesh, bringing about that new wine on the earth. Okay, and pastor, that's where I'll dive in a little bit on what you and I talked about the other night. So a human bringing about new wine, on the earth so what could new wine be uh, healings emotional deliverance encounters uh clouds gold dust hope you all are just coming right along with me tonight Uh, resources land debt cancellation these are all new wine these are all why because wine new wine is poured from heaven so the resources and the realities of heaven get poured out with new wine so uh, healings emotional uh, the whole thing okay so we're going to start so new wine, we got it, everybody? New wine yep. and miracles. I'm dividing them, and then we'll weave them together in the end. But just to keep things clear. So new wine, the supernatural outpouring from heaven that's new, available to us here and to you individually. So last week, Pastor Jess, I believe it was literally an announcement, said, head in this week to prayer and fasting because we do not want to bring in the old into this weekend, so that when Blake comes, he doesn't just speak to where we have been, but he speaks to where we're going, okay? So with that, um, I previous to that, I was feeling the Lord draw my attention to this phrase, new wine, new wine, new wine for our church, new wine for our church, and that's essentially what Pastor Jess is saying, is there is new wine available, and we want that. <laughs> Roger that? Yeah. Okay. We want the new wine. So tonight, in case you didn't fast and pray, we're just going to deal with the old, Come on. okay? Because we want the new, we have to figure out where, how, that is, uh, how we strategically position ourselves for the new. So immediately when I was hearing, hearing these words, new wine, new wine, new wine, I began to have in, intense cravings and encounters regarding this new wine and hunger, okay? And I believe that that is supernaturally available, if you haven't experienced it already, tonight. Hunger for the new wine. Craving the things of the Lord. Craving healing, miracles, deliverance, gold clouds, rivers, all flowing angels, angelic presence, craving the deeper things of God, okay? We're going there, we're going there. So don't sit back. The Lord was very, very stern with me and said, hey, every single person, give this warning we cannot sit back. Listen, if you think Blake's gonna come in this weekend and just bring you the new wine automatically, that's not how it works. Why? Because that actually is not safe for us. We're gonna go there too. Now, he clearly said it's also not the jobs of pastors in the front row to stir up and create an atmosphere for the new wine. Why? Because then they're gonna experience heaven, new wine, and nobody else is gonna be on the bandwagon and it's not gonna be right. We're a unified body. So hey, I gotta tell you, you can't sit back. Yes. We need you. Like Pastor Jess just prayed, please, on the edge of your seats, pressing in for the new wine each and every single member of this body pressing in and we're going there tonight of how we can do this how we can do this because he wants to pour it out he's ready to pour it out he is able to pour it out and we declare in Jesus name that we are a vessel we are a vessel God make us as a body make us individually a vessel for your presence God we want to handle it well we want to steward it well So, beginning to feel these intense cravings and hunger, he said to me one thing we need to establish. He said this line to me. It's very, very important. He said, fully satisfied. Fully satisfied, yet craving more. Only in Jesus, Can two conflicting things work at the same time? Fully satisfied. I am my beloved's and he is mine. I have all of him. I have access to all of him. I can see him. I can feel him. I can touch him. I can hear him. I can smell him. He is mine. I have him. This place of contentment. I am fully satisfied, but 100% craving more. 100% craving more. It's God, I have all of you, but God, I want more of you. Full satisfaction, yet radically hungry. Only in him does that make sense. But we must move forward in our cravings and our hunger, feeling that satisfaction in him. Grateful, like Pastor just said. Thankful, like Pastor just said, for what he's already done. What he's, uh, the freedom, the miracles, the breakthrough, the healings that he's already done in this house, fully satisfied in those things, yet craving the new wine. Okay? So Heidi Baker says, you have a choice how deep you want to go. She says, the Holy Spirit is not a pusher, but a leader. He leads you deeper, but you can control how deep. Mm. You have a choice how deep you want to go. So the Lord showed me a picture of, You know, in bumper cars with little kids, how the parent in the passenger seat also has a (laughs) brake? The little driver does, but the parent has an accessory brake, okay? So it was like Jesus and me, okay? And Jesus is like, gas, let's go. And I have my accessory brake, and it's like, okay, I'm in the presence of the Lord, but I'm alone in my house, and oh my God, if an angel shows up, that's kind of creepy, so brake on my encounter, Right? Oh my goodness, I'm feeling him. I feel like, okay. I'm standing in my kitchen. And oh, I think I'm home alone. And this is getting weird. And oh my gosh, today I have to tell you a funny story. So Kate sent me this book. And I'm like hypersensitive now to angels. (laughs) Well, like the idea of the possibility of angels. Okay. So I, I put my coffee cup on the coffee maker. And I pressed the little button. And I turned and walked away. And all of a sudden, my coffee maker starts. And I was like (laughs) 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 Never does that ever scare me, because I'm used to the sound of my coffee maker. But because I'm reading this book about the angelic presence, I was like, oh my gosh, an angel. (laughs) 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 Why are we scared? Why are we scared of that? Honestly. I don't know about you, but I'm guilty of getting to that place where you're in an encounter and you know you can go deeper, but it gets a little scary. (laughs) But there's no fear in love. There's no fear in love. So that's a lie. And as soon as you actually get to that next level, there's first full satisfaction and peace. And just to set the record straight, if you ever did encounter an angel, it would bring peace. No fear. Deeper places, Heidi's saying, you can control, you have a choice in how deep you want to take this. (laughs) So don't use the accessory brake on the bumper car. You also have to line up with where he's going and where he wants to take you. I don't know about you, but when I go to a car wash, I can't get my wheels in the two things (laughs) that takes you forward. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> I'm the, I'm probably the only person on planet Earth. Caleb's definitely like sitting there like, "Oh my god." <laughs> you know how you have to line up perfectly so the conveyor belt takes you into the water? Yeah. yeah. So I'm reversing, cars are honking behind me. Yeah. I'm like trying to then I have my window rolled down and looking out, "Surely I'm close." <laughs> That's what we have to be in order for him to take yeah. us forward and take us deeper. We got to line up. Yeah. We've got to line up with where he's going, where he wants to take us. Don't alter your course away from his will. So one of the things that, that the new wine is going to bring for our church is an invitation to a deeper place, and we declare in Jesus' name we're not afraid. Yes. So let's dive into some scripture about wine and the new wine and uh, make sure we have an understanding. So Matthew... Let's go, Matthew 9 verse 17, this is in red, so Jesus is speaking, he says "And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old skins would burst from pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored for new wineskins, so that both are preserved." So if we wanna talk about new wine, it's obvious that Jesus would like for us to talk about wineskins, okay? And it's also obvious that Jesus is very loving. And if you are a vessel that's not ready, and if the new wine would break you, he's not about that. He's very particular that not only is the wine preserved, the anointing, the miracles, Not only is the wine preserved, heaven, the promise, but also you, the vessel. If he pours out new wine and we're shriveled, the wineskin will burst. The good news is, I believe over the last few days, he's given me a bit of a revelation, a piece of what we can do to have a new wineskin. So I asked the Lord first to reveal to me what could possibly cause a shriveled or old wineskin. And I believe these three things he highlighted are things that, like I said, there's already freedom here. Three things that we're going to kick to the curb tonight, once and for all. Because we're hungry for the new wine, and corporately, whether you have the strength to do it alone, corporately together we have the strength to overcome these things for the sake of the new wineskin that we're called to. So the first thing, possible reasons for a shriveled wineskin is past disappointment. You prayed, and it didn't happen. Or you prayed, and it hasn't happened yet. Let me read to you Psalm 119, verse 81. It says, my eyes are straining to see your promises come true. I am shriveled like an old wineskin. Psalm 119, verse 81. My eyes are straining to see your promises come, sh- come true. I am shriveled like an old wineskin. Past disappointment, freedom in Jesus' name from that. Yes. Last Wednesday, Pastor Alex, you, cha- you actually touched on this. He said we're not fighting against what we think we're fighting against. Yeah. He said we're fighting against past failures, old thought patterns, and disappointments that are trying to keep us, you said, bound to the natural world. Fighting against failures, old that patterns and disappointments trying to keep us bound to the natural world, okay? So past disappointment, praise the Lord, there's victory tonight to put that to rest once and for all. Number two. <laughs> this song is coming to my- Don't stop believing. <laughs> You've stopped believing. There's been a prophetic word on your life, confirmed by mentorship, and you stopped believing it, okay? Because it's taken too long, maybe. Who knows why? I had a particular, Encounter about three weeks ago on an airplane, and I have there was a word I received back at Bethel that really marked me, and um, it was it was incredible, and I, I believed it for a really long time. I held I held faith for it, and recently because of some s- changes in my life, I started to not believe the word, okay, and I people would. Some people that knew of the word would make reference to it sometimes, and and I would feel in my heart that the faith that used to be there, there was something up. that wasn't there. (laughs) And I was on this airplane and listening to my music. Airplanes are a great place to encounter the Lord, by the way, because you're, like, a little bit closer to him or something. (laughs) And I had on my music, and I wasn't thinking about the word. But all of a sudden I had a picture of the Lord and he, he knelt down in front of me and he kind of grabbed onto my legs and he started shaking them. And I'm like, what are you doing? He said, don't give it away. Don't give it away. And he was, I knew right away that he was talking about that prophetic word. He said, don't give it away. It's true. Don't let it go. And what I was experiencing in my life, because I let that word go, which was from a trusted source, I was allowing myself and my wineskin to wear. So number one, dealt with tonight, past disappointments. Number two, you stop believing in a word over your life or a promise over your life, okay? Number three, You've gotten comfortable with where you're at. So maybe you've seen promises fulfilled. Maybe you are financially loaded. (laughs) Maybe you are walking in perfect health and you've seen promises come. Praise God. It's not over. Gotta keep the vision fresh. Listen to this one. Luke 5.38, this took me a second to understand, so press in, Luke 5.38, new wine must be stored in new wineskin, but no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new wine, the old is just fine, they say, oh, (laughs) getting comfortable (laughs) with what was. was previously new and now has passed (laughs) to old. Now I want you to remember something because some of you are thinking in the natural if you know anything about wine that it apparently gets better with age. That's a theory, right? Concept, I guess it's true. I want you to kick that to the side because listen to me. When Jesus performed the miracle at the wedding, what did the guests say? Yes. You saved the best wine for last. And he just made it. And Kathy Suggs, Prophetess Kathy came and said, there is in Jesus supernatural acceleration of things that were natural to become supernatural. So new wine from heaven, when the scripture is saying that the old wine is just fine, they say. We can't go to that concept of, in the natural, how we know wine to be, and you're like, yes, the old wine is better. No, in Jesus, the new wine, supernatural acceleration, wine from Jesus, he saved the best for last. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Getting comfortable with where you are, where you've already experienced. It's time for an expansion of vision. If you haven't struggled with past doubts and you haven't let your dream necessarily go, maybe you fit in this category of needing to expand it a little bit more. Okay, he always wants to breathe new. When I I can even think in the natural dreams that Caleb and I dreamed back. We're almost at a year. Um we dreamed back on our honeymoon are probably gonna come to pass in like December. And I was just chilling in that zone. And then him and I had a chance to go away and we reestablished some even more distant vision. And the next day I could feel that, like you say, that song in my heart again, right? That like skip in my step where it was like Oh, I didn't even realize that I had just got stuck and thinking that that was the end. And now that it's about to come pass, come to pass, it was just like, great, promises fulfilled. But I didn't allow myself to, to continue daily, daily, daily letting God expand your vision. New wineskins, they have to have new vision. OK, so we're going to get into more detail of the new wineskin in just a minute. But to summarize where we are so far, so that you're with me. So there's a supernatural outpouring from heaven of miracles that's fresh and new for the season that's available to us. Yes, Roger, that? OK, yes. that's the new wine. Where there is new wine, there must be a new wineskin. And we've, pos- we've covered some possible reasons for a shriveled old wineskin. Mm-hmm. Okay? So now we're gonna leave that there for a second. We will circle back, I promise, for those of you who are, don't like that, with not closing out a thought. <laughs> Leaving you hanging, we'll come back to wine in just a minute. We gotta move on to miracles, okay? This is, like I said, humans, you, bringing about heaven on earth, or humans, you, bringing about the new wine on the earth, okay? Before I get into miracles, just in case there's anybody in the room that's never experienced a miracle before or haven't necessarily heard of like glory clouds or anything like that, can I just read a couple scriptures so we all get on the same page that God is a supernatural God? First of all, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So right there in 1 Corinthians, uh, check your brain at the door. (laughs) You're allowed to use it. Heidi says, I'm a thinker and a drinker, okay? But the spiritual things are to be discerned by your spirit. Okay, so these things that we may talk about may not make natural sense, don't even try to figure it out. (laughs) He's a supernatural God. Listen to this, he says the angels, He sends the angels like winds. His servants, the angels, like flames of fire. So if you've ever experienced, you know, heat in your body or in worship, you feel like your hair got blown by the wind. That's all Jesus. He he kept talking about, he sends his angels like winds. His servants like flames of fire. Exodus 17. And so it was, when Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Guys, this doesn't like why did he have to do that <laughs> right. prophetic acts? You know, when Pastor Tina says, Somebody run, some of you may be sitting there going, Why do we have to do that? <laughs> because Jesus said it, it is yeah. so. Amen. Moses held up his hands. We think to ourselves, Why can we have won without that happening? I don't know. <laughs> Our mind can't fathom it, but there's something supernatural that's happening, something spiritual that's happening, where literally when his hands were up, they were winning. When they were down, they weren't, so they kept his hands up like the Lord said. Plus, we have the burning bush with Moses, the fleece with Gideon, the bright light that knocked Paul off the donkey on the road to Damascus, bread, bread, loaves of bread, falling from heaven. Um, We could go on from Scripture just to establish the fact for anybody in the room or on the Internet that he is a supernatural God, and he's in the business of miracles. And it doesn't always make sense, and it may seem weird to you, that, you know, somebody's Bible all of a sudden be dripping oil 24-7 and none of the pages are ripping, right? Right. Miracles, presence, tangible, tangible. His streets are lined with gold. So if there's a heavenly encounter down on earth, that could explain why some people have seen gold dust. Oh, Sorry. (laughs) no, I'm not sorry, we're going there, we're ready for this, we're ready for this, we're a wineskin that understands, that understands that God is a supernatural God, that he pours out in ways that may not make sense to our mind, but they make sense to our heart and our spirit, okay, so two, I want to go through two, uh, I'll call it presentations of miracles, um, or the the tangible presence on a human, okay? So two kind of instances where we see this in scripture and even in more close to uh, time, (laughs) more recent demonstrations. So the first, Pastor Ian asked me to kind of study up on this, is that wherever Jesus went, there seemed to be a zone around him or a proximity around him where healings just happened, and he wouldn't even directly say anything to the person. He would walk on the scenes, and miracles would happen, okay? So that is what, in a bit of time with the Lord, he said, unconsciously bearing the presence, okay? Where your shadow, your presence, his garment heals, delivers, brings about miracles, okay? The word also says, that somebody was healed encountering the shadow of Peter, okay? Catherine Kuhlman, there's many reports of her arriving to a conference, and she'd be going through the back door, and the attendees would not even know yet that she had arrived. She would not be on the stage, she had just arrived in the building, and people would start falling out in the crowd in the presence of God getting healed in the presence of God. And she had not even stepped on stage yet. Unconsciously bearing the presence. Okay, so I was asking the Father, why? How? How? does this happen? Obviously for Jesus, but how as a human, and, and Jesus was human, so he had to come overcome the same things we do. How for Catherine Coleman? How for these wonderful revivalists we've heard about? How? How, Lord? And he said something very clearly to me. He said, Okay, follow me. Jesus was the Word made flesh. Okay? Okay? So we also know from this church the Word is truth. So we can say, that Jesus was truth made flesh, okay? Wherever Jesus went, there were zones, proximities around him that people would experience healing. Why? Because he literally became a pillar of truth when he stepped onto the scenes. And what do we know about truth? It, what, cannot, what cannot survive around truth? Lies, deception, cannot survive around truth so what happens jesus comes onto the scene as a pillar of truth the word made flesh truth made flesh he arrives on the scene sickness disease lack debt division depression anxiety all of that lies so what happens they disperse off of people's physical body those demons cannot survive in the presence of truth So when it comes to a human, we, being little Christ, get filled with the word. Why? Filled with the word so that when we're filled to overflowing with the word, we become pillars of truth. And where the truth is, no lie can exist. No lie can exist. All of it gone when he came on the scenes. That's why Catherine, if you ever hear her speak, she literally will get up there and say, It's all Jesus and it's all my understanding of this word. I eat it. She would say, I eat it. I eat the word every day. What is she saying? I consume it, it becomes me. Truth. Okay, the second one. So the first was that unconscious awareness of the presence. The second one is a conscious conscious release of power, okay? So that's when Jesus has somebody in front of him and he's going to lay hands on him or her. Okay? Consciously drawing on heaven to see breakthrough. Not completely unaware of the fact that somebody just got knocked out, he, right? You got the difference. Okay. Conscious atmospheric shift when you're consciously trying to bring about breakthrough. I think about with this one, and I don't mean to belittle the move of the Lord, but Benny Hinn's dominoes is what I call it, when he literally goes like, and we talked about, when he goes like this, and the whole (laughs) they're flatlined. Just like uh, when we had Daylight Savings, there was that meme that came out, and it said, um, Happy Benny Hinn Day, or whatever, fall back. His daughter reposted it, so it's all good. <laughs> um, so, Benny Hinn, okay, and Pastor helped me navigate this one. When he comes and he consciously knows that he's full of the power of God, we all are, right? We've been filled. And Benny knows he's been filled with the power of God and he consciously releases it over a people, okay? Pastor said to me, he said, that's kind of different. That comes from time with the Father. Mm. Why? Because when you're actually face-to-face with it, you have to overcome their doubt. When you walk in the room and you don't see them, you're not actually encountering them, it's a bit different. When they're right in front of you and they're rolling your eyes at you and then you whoop and doop." (laughs) (laughs) hours a day he reports okay why the lord showed me that out of this intimacy hours a day time with him out of intimacy is out of intimacy there's a perspective shift okay where you shift out of your perspective and into his What is a perspective shift out of natural to his supernatural? That's faith, okay? So uh, intimacy bringing about a perspective shift and then faith. So the Lord said to me, faith rooted in intimacy brings about a tangible shift in environments, which brings a miracle. Faith, rooted in intimacy, brings about a tangible shift that changes the environment, brings the miracle. Why does it have to come from intimacy? Because, quite simply, you must receive before you can release. If you have not received yourself in this next wave, and with the new wine, if you have not, if we do not receive the new wine ourselves, we cannot release wine that we don't have. Yeah. So you must receive the new from heaven before you can release it. So when Benny Hinn spends hours in the presence, so many others too, these are just examples. Jesus, obviously, 24-7 in the presence of God, has a complete has the vantage point of heaven, complete heavenly perspective, so then when he encounters the need for heaven on earth power, he has faith that's already been rooted in intimacy, and it brings about the shift, no problem. Okay? My confidence out of this place, my confidence says, watch out, devil. Watch out. I know who I am I also know who he is yeah. I know what the reality of heaven is I have the perspective of heaven watch out we're coming for you you're a defeated foe already gone yeah. so a faith and truth okay you get this okay so the pillar of truth and that faith rooted in intimacy yes. the unconsciously aware and consciously aware. If faith and truth are what we need for new wine, to see new wine poured out in the form of miracles, is there anything we need to prune away? This is where, think. Okay. This is where I'm going to dive into a scripture Pastor gave me because we're going to look at Jesus' response to something. So pastor said to me, the rich young ruler in Mark chapter 10, he's asking Jesus, what what must I do to inherit eternal life? Okay, Nicodemus also in John 3 is asking a similar question, and both answers from Jesus have mostly been interpreted as eternal life, as in going to heaven, okay? Okay? pastor said to me the other night, so eternal life, going to heaven, when the rich young ruler and Nicodemus, who both had to risk a lot to come and ask Jesus these questions. Nicodemus, if you don't know, he was a religious ruler. of, He was a Pharisee and a leader. So for him to come to Jesus and ask about this miracle thing going on and what must I do to have eternal life, It's like Steve Jobs going to Microsoft. Right? Right? Modern day? Steve Jobs humbling himself and going to Microsoft and saying, I need help. That's what Nicodemus did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So pastor said this word to me, I I us life. I have no no idea if I'm (laughs) saying that right without beginning or end, limitless, endless. So when the rich young ruler Nicodemus are coming and asking about eternal life, is it possible that we can use these two scriptures to also say, they're coming and asking, what must I do to have the kind of life that you have? Why? Because Nicodemus is not going to get off his high horse if it's just about after. He wants to know why miracles are happening now. That's pastor's revelation. Nicodemus literally says, "If I can find it here, your your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you." Another translation: "How can I do the miracles like the ones you've been watching, the ones I've been watching you do everywhere you go? Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you." So when we can now take these responses of Jesus, say, what he says, and I'm about to re- read to you for about the rich, r- rich young ruler. We can take these responses and think, okay, there's something we need to learn from these principles that applies to the life. There's a lot of life to live on earth before heaven. Yeah, right. <laughs> An eternal life as Jesus has it, without beginning, without end, so he was living it then. He was living eternal life right then on earth. So we can dive into his response and say, okay, what was his response? Because we, want to, we are saved. We are saved. But we want this God kind of life that when Nicodemus sees Jesus performing miracles, that it would literally drive him to go meet Jesus in the night and say, what must I do to have life like you have it? So let's read... Jesus was starting out on his way. I'm in Mark chapter 10, verse 17. Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem. A man came running up to him, knelt down, and asked, good teacher, what must I do to in- inherit life like you have? Jesus answered, I'm skipping around a bit. You must know the commandments, don't murder, etc." The man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. And Jesus looked around and said, how hard is it for the rich to see the kingdom of God? Now, we all know in this church that God does not hate money. He does not hate blessing and we do not have to be poor to get into heaven. We know that here. I don't have to do that teaching? Mm -hmm. Correct. So what is Jesus saying? And this is where the freedom that Pastor Jess declared over this house is coming in right now. Because Jesus is saying, Jesus kind of gave him a test here. To see where his allegiance was. What we see here ab- with the money issue is an issue of surrender. This was a rich man. And Jesus literally called out the one thing that probably he had made an idol. Okay, what's an idol? Woo. Something, anything you put before God. Anything. You can't stop thinking about is an idol. He lacked a wholehearted surrender to God so if we look at these scriptures and we're wondering how Jesus lived a life of miracles on the earth and we want the complete package we have to acknowledge his response here and say do I have an issue of surrender my life do I have any idols? That prevents you from having the wineskin capable to hold new wine. He also had a lack of obedience. Ah, because Jesus what invited him, come follow me, and he turned and walked the other way. So we have an issue of of surrender and idols, and we have an issue of disobedience. Catherine Coleman says, I surrendered unto Him all that there was of me, everything. Then, for the first time, I realized what it meant to have real power from heaven. I surrendered unto Him all that there was of me, everything, everything you care about, more than Him. Then, for the first time, I realized what it was to have real power from heaven, And guys, this sounds intense, but let me tell you, surrender and obedience is the most fun place to be. It is the most freeing place to be. Following in his footsteps, listening to what he has to say, putting him first. There is a piece of sacrifice here for us, and there's something the Lord was clearly showing me. There's something that each of us, like, let's just take ownership for a second here, each of us has something we got to prune. And it's fun. It's fun. There's sacrifice, but it's worth it. He makes it easy to trust. He makes it easy. There's gains. With the Z. <laughs> Zed. <laughs> we can think about natural things that we lo- like, you know. We can think about natural instances where there's sacrifice for gain. Right? right? Spinning. <laughs> S- sacrifice. But there's gain at the end. You're on cloud nine. (laughs) Funny examples like that, let that come in and just lighten your spirit right now. There's freedom. There is already declared freedom. So those of you who have maybe identified something that you're holding on to already, there's freedom to release it, even if there hasn't been in the past and it's been the one thing that you knew he was calling you to release and you haven't. There's freedom. So how can I tie this together for you guys with the wine and the miracles? Okay, here we go. I'm going to read so I don't miss anything. This is the revelation from the Lord. There is new wine for the, that the Lord wishes to release on each one of you here and for us corporately. Point number one. In order for that new wine to be released via a human, you, there must be a couple of things in place. One, faith, rooted in intimacy, changing your perspective. So when you consciously go to release the power of heaven, you have the faith that's been developed in the secret place. Two, we talked about truth. The word made flesh, becoming a pillar of truth, so full of the word of God that when you step on the scenes, lies flee. Three, full and complete surrender and dealing with every single possible idol. And four, obedience, which looks like stewardship. When he says this, you say yes. (laughs) What's the point of him pouring out stuff on you if he knows you're not going to obey it? actually not a safe place for you either, and it'll be a place of confusion. But obedience is stewardship, stewarding. He knows you're a steward, so he's not afraid. There's no fear in God. Take that back. So he is willing to release new wine because he knows you're a steward, and you will be obedient with the new wine. Okay, so faith, truth, surrender, and obedience. Is kind of like the package that makes up a new wineskin. Faith, truth, surrender, and obedience. So the twig thing that happened last night, snap, twig, heard it, jumped, because, you know, I'm not that used to it yet. <laughs> Help me never be used to it. I want to always be surprised by him but the twig snapped and then I saw the number 50. So then this morning I looked it up, number 50, go Google it yourself, is all over the place, black and white right in front of me. Number 50 is symbolic of the presence of the Holy Spirit coming to the bride. Snapping of the twig, if you haven't figured out already, is the pruning away of old branches and snapping is a sudden thing. He said, it's a sudden thing, tonight, there's a supernatural grace for it to suddenly break off of you. The thing that you've never been able to give to him. The thing that you've held. The thing that you've placed above him. The thing you can't stop thinking about. A supernatural grace and freedom to see it snap off. A pruning of the tree. And the Lord says he will pour out the presence of his spirit to the bride. The minute that thing snaps off. So I... Kindly and gently ask you tonight if there's anything that you've been holding on to because this church is ready for the new wine We're ready for the new wine. We're ready. We're ready And we're all called to press and be an able vessel an able and willing vessel to host to steward and to walk in obedience and if God is he is Oh, he's so good He's so good. He's so kind He's so kind about this. He knows it's been something maybe that you've struggled to release. We all pretty much can identify things pretty quickly that we're struggling to let go of, and he's so kind. He's so kind. A scripture that pretty much knocked me right off my feet today when I found it. Deuteronomy 11.13. Listen to this. If you carefully obey the commands I am giving you today and if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul then he will send the rains so that you can bring in your harvest of new wine. If you carefully obey the commands obedience and love the Lord your God intimacy with all your heart surrender then he will send the reins, so you can harvest the new wine obedience intimacy surrender faith so there's this marriage between faith truth obedience stewardship and surrender that leads to the spirit without measure those things are what I feel like the Lord is saying, make up the wineskin. They're the birthing ground for miracles. The birthing ground for miracles. So buckle up if you want to experience the new wine, because we're going there together. We're going there together this weekend. It literally says in the book of John, I will pour out my spirit without measure. Without measure. And I just believe tonight That any bit of fear to experience the presence of God would be gone. Any bit of fear of what could be coming, it would be gone. Any bit of of hesitancy or um, doubt that miracles are real and for today would be gone. Because we are, we understand We understand what the wineskin looks like father we understand what it looks like God we understand and we come to you tonight God we come to you tonight father asking asking for your supernatural grace your tender love to God just help us prove anything that we've put before you, God, any area that we've walked in disobedience, God, Any anything, any person that we've held on to, God, thinking that we know what's best, Father, we, we apologize, God, today, and we say, we are back on track with you tonight. We are back on track with you tonight. You can have all of us. You can have all of our heart, God, full surrender in this house tonight, God, full surrender, God, full surrender, Father. Yes, God, we trust you. We trust you. It's like that picture where we're holding on to a small teddy bear. Facing Jesus holding gripping on to this small teddy bear, but behind him is one five times the size Having this intimate understanding that he is good and only good that means out of that place That he is good and only good that he's a good father. He's a good father He has glory for you to take you from glory to glory not backwards Glory to glory to glory to glory so you can trust him. You can release that thing to him. You can give it to him. You can place it at the altar tonight and say, God, I give it to you once and for all, those things that I held way too close to my heart, those things that I, I put before you, Father, those things that I prioritized above you, Lord, those things that I held onto, God, that you were trying, you were trying to replace with even better things God, we just release those to you tonight in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for your joy, 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 unimaginable joy, unimaginable joy that comes when we release these things to you, God. Yes, God, yes, God. Joy, Father, joy, Father, joy joy, 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 joy in this house. It is a joy to serve you God. It's a joy, it's a joy, it's a joy, it's a joy to serve you Lord. It's a joy, it's a joy. You, you are all we want. You're all we want. We wanna experience your love God. We wanna feel your love God. We wanna see it, we wanna hear it. We wanna taste it, we wanna see it. Yes God, yes God, yes God, the more, the more, the more, the more of you. There's so much joy in your presence, God. There's so much joy. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. And Lord, we thank you for the wine, the wine that you've set apart for us, God. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're hungry. We're craving. We're craving. We're craving. We're craving you, God. We're craving you, God. We stand here tonight and you can just stand to your feet. We stand here tonight and we we stir up, Father, craving, craving, craving and hunger for the things of you, God, for miracles, God, for miracles, God, for healing, God, for suddenlies, God, for suddenlies, suddenly, 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 it comes into alignment in Jesus' name. Heaven, miracles, 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 miracles. Yes, God, the new, the new, the new, the new. You're so good to have set this aside just for us. It's so special. It's so special just for us. And we declare in Jesus' name that we have a new wineskin. Our past doubt, shame, unbelief is gone in Jesus' name. A new wineskin, full surrender, God, full obedience, God, full faith. Full faith in Jesus' name. Full faith in Jesus' name. Just reach your hands to heaven. Reach your hands to heaven. There is faith in the room. There is faith for you in the room. There is faith for the impossible. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Faith, faith, rise. Stir up, God. Stir it up, God. Stir it up, God. We're ready, Lord. We're ready, ready, Father. We're ready, God. We're ready, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.